welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Ugh, I'm giving the shivers. <laughs> okay, um, so not too long ago, uh-huh. we were talking about um, QR codes. Yep. And in there, we briefly mentioned something called NFC tag. Mm-hmm. So can you please elaborate on what an M- NF- NFC tag is? Okay, so NFC stands for Near Field Communication. Oh. Okay, and it is two things. It is a uh, winding circuit, so you'll often uh, see this if you have, like, a transparent credit card. Uh, You'll see, like, a a wire that's, like, looping in circles a few times. Mm -hmm. And then there's a tiny little chip. Um, So the winding circuit will collect energy. Is that an NFC card, then? Yeah. The the credit card is an the NFC? The credit card communicates via NFC to make a transaction happen. So via NFC meaning it's a technology? Like it's not the... I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Uh, let's go over what the technology is and then we can talk about how credit cards use it. So NFCs um, are that combination of that circular circuit uh-huh. and the little chip. Okay. And I'm not talking about the chip on the credit card, like the those little pads that you see. Um, I'm talking about, like, a very small, like, size of a grain of sand chip. Like, you're not going to... You'll need a little magnifying glass to see it. Oh, okay. okay. It is very tiny. Okay. Um, now, not that chip. Yeah, not, not, the, not the little pads that make, like, a little oval SIM cards. Like, that's not the chip. That's just the connection material. The chip is tiny. Oh. Okay. Um, and, like, you can hardly see it with your eyes. So, um... The NFC, how this works is uh, via uh, via an electromagnetic uh, field that's broadcasted out by something else. So last time we talked about CMEs, which are coronal mass ejections and solar flares and solar activity in general. And I said that if one of those hits uh, something that's electronic, all the wires will get excited and they'll light up as if they have current passing through them. So the way this works is very similar. You have a nfc device an active device that has power and that active device will make an electromagnetic field that modulates it goes back and forth to transmit information and that electromagnetic field will be picked up by that circular circuit that ring of wiring that's in the nfc tag Um, and that ring of wiring will be able to pick up energy from that to make its own little chip work so um, that energy is going to modulate up and down based on what the th- other thing that's sending it is. And then that chip can communicate backwards because that now has a little bit of energy enough to power uh, itself. And it will go ahead and give back a response. And it'll say like, hey, uh, yeah, you wanted this. Here's here's that information. I did something with it. And uh, here you go, basically. So NFCs enable two-way communication um, because of this phenomenon where you can induce uh, current in another circuit just by being close together that said they don't work far away like you would need a lot more energy to light up an nfc but then the nfc would just output such a small amount of energy that it wouldn't reach you it wouldn't reach back to you if that makes any sense so it only works over short distances where which is why you need to like tap the card uh somewhere um but this has a great potential because then the other device does not need a battery of any sort so this works great for like transit cards if you need to beep yourself into um 
to uh, the subway, if you need to beep yourself into the office, if you need to pay via credit card, if you want to bring your phone close to something and get information about it. Um, all those different scenarios work great for NFCs because you have this very cheap little circuit um, that can go ahead and communicate information back to another device. And that other device can go ahead and use it um, in some way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Because they require so little uh, energy to work, like your phone can still operate as an NFC tag for like transit, for instance, uh, even if it lost power, because it can set that as like its last configuration. And then once the phone receives enough energy from uh, the the transit gateway, for instance, it will be able to operate just that little chip and make something happen to communicate back what your account number is, how much balance you have, um, and save that, for instance. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what NFCs are uh, in a nutshell. There are some bas- very basic ones called NFC tags, which will basically communicate a piece of information back, kind of like a QR code. It can have different options. You can say, this is a URL, and then the host device, like a phone, will be able to open up that web page. It might say, hey, this is a number, and then the host device might be something like a scanner and get that serial number. So then it can go ahead and input that into its system, into a system, for instance. So this is like this little chip that you can just buy anywhere and then like code it yourself? Yeah, so... So there... the, is the, the reader need to be like compatible with it or is it like a software that reads that? Yeah, so as you can imagine, there's many different kinds of NFC like specifications. We've more or less standardized on them as like cell phones started getting those chips in them. Everyone else is like, okay, like, let's just use the one that the cell phone uses and then be done with it. No more specialized hardware. Um, But uh, you definitely can get tags that are read writable, meaning you can write a new URL to it. And then the next time you read it, it'll give you that URL. Mm -hmm. Um, Similarly, you can have chips like in the phone that are fully programmable. You can tell it to do whatever you want Um, and it can go ahead and do um, all sorts of different scenarios. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are those simple tags and then there are more complex tags that will store information over time. Kind of like, um, transit passes in Japan, like Suica cards. Yeah. Those remember your balance. Your balance does not live anywhere else. It Mm -hmm. lives on that card. Yeah. Um, and that is something that could potentially be prone to hacking. Like, oh, I just need to change the balance on my card, right? Or you just lose the card and then... And then you lose the money, right? Yeah. Um, So there are are certain downsides to that. But because a chip inside can do a lot, it can start running cryptography, um, it can do that safely. Where it can store your your personal, um, like, account information in a way that's not... Uh, that's not hackable by you Mm -hmm. um, and it will work robustly with the system for many years. So then if that's the case, all gift cards are Mm. NFC then? No, not necessarily. So many gift cards here, they use the magnetic stripe so you can swipe them. Uh And that swipe basically just has an account number on it and that account number refers to something else. Okay. Does that make sense? Um, So... Uh, that works under a different system that's dumb. Like, no new, no information is being saved to that card long-term other than the account number that was written to it once. Mm-hmm. Or that serial number, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so that works slightly differently. Um, but, yeah, I would say NFCs are pretty cool. Um, I believe credit cards that use them nowadays, they basically sign um, 
a message. So the credit card terminal will send a message to your card and your card will say, hey, this is signed by having come from this card. Like no one can spoof that. Um, and then that will be sent to Visa and Visa will record it. Um, so that's how it, it goes with those four little lights, beep, and then you have the transaction recorded. Um, and then it needs to communicate over the internet. It's not something that will work like offline. Yeah. Um, I guess it could work offline, but it will work, require more effort on the credit card terminal side to mm-hmm. make that robust. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how NFC tags work. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell I was so excited about this topic. Well, you wanted to know about it. I did, but as you were explaining it, I started getting, like, zoning out. Sorry. <laughs> I think it's too in-depth. It's like... Sesame, it's too in-depth for your mother. She, <laughs> she does, she's like, too too much NFCs. I don't want, I don't want them anymore. So, um, while we're on the topic, and that way we never have to mention it again and put you to sleep again... Uh, there's another technology called RFID. Um, so this is radio frequency identification, I believe. Um, and these are much larger tags and they will often be used for like garage door openers and stuff like that. And they work under similar uh, circumstances, but they work under larger, over larger distances. Um, so something will broadcast an radio frequency signal. So basically photons. Um, and those photons will hit the RFID and they will be processed and then sent back. And that will allow, like, semi-close identification of certain things, like vehicles, um, and allow you to pass through without needing to beep anything or anything of the sort. Mm. So, yeah. Sim- similar but different technologies. Mm-hmm. Have you ever played with one of those? Uh, so, we have a bunch of NF- uh, NFC tags, the little Mebo that Nintendo sells. Those work with NFC. Oh, okay. So they basically uh, have an identification of some sort, like says, hey, I'm this kind of amiibo. Uh, And then the software needs to know what that amiibo is. And then they have a little place where you can save data. Um, So if you wanted to save information to an amiibo, it can be saved there as well. So then in order to write or like, make your own nfc that does something you'd also need a reader right or does the phone or yeah so let's say if you want to put an nfc at every i don't know at your door entrance mm-hmm. so when you get home you kind of just somehow swip on the light without like yeah you know. scan the code and that will trigger some yeah. software to turn on the light yeah sure let's say you want to do that like you have the tag mm-hmm. i'm assuming you program it somehow and then what do you use to read it? Do you say, hey, my phone has an NFC, so therefore it should be able to read it? Or is it does it have to be compatible with each other? Yeah, so the NFC tag itself has a mode. like a, I'm, I'm not sure that's the correct terminology, but has a, a type, let's say. And that type might be URL. And any time a phone sees a URL-typed NFC, it will automatically say, hey, do you want to open this? Like, whoever, wherever it came from, it'll be like, hey, this looks like a URL. Do you want to do something with it? Um, or, so you still have to, like, turn it on on your phone? Kind of like a QR code when you scan a QR yeah, code? Yeah, the phone is not you, automatically going to jump to it. It shows you, like, hey, do you want to open this link? Mm-hmm. The phone is not automatically going to jump to it out of a decision by Apple to not, like, bug its users every time they, like, walk by NFC tags. Uh-huh. So that's the only reason why something shows up. It's just a confirmation 
confirming step. But from the phone's point of view, it got the information. Like, it already has it. Okay. Um, same for uh, programming these NFCs. Like, uh, the phone, the hardware that's in the phone is able to write to certain types of NFCs. So as long as you buy a compatible tag, you should be able to write to it. And then with that, with a piece of software... And then that software, once it's written to it, any phone can go ahead and scan it and, like, open it up. Mm. And it doesn't have to be a phone, right? Like, what if you don't have a phone that has an NFC in it? Like, how would you read these things? Do they sell them with a reader? You can get a reader, but it's kind of pointless without, like, a phone to go with it. Well, I mean, like, I don't know, a garage remote, is that, like... Yeah. Like uh... a remote to, like, I don't know... I don't know, like the use cases. Yeah. Of it, and okay. I'm so to see if it's you can useful. you can certainly buy the the reader as like a chip interface for like a Raspberry Pi and program your own thing. Like that's certainly possible, uh-huh. but for an everyday person, it's kind of useless. Okay. That's what I'm saying. From an everyday person's point of view, everyone has a phone. That phone can read them. Okay. Um, iPhones, for instance. But then also in the case of like from an everyday use, it's an NFC NFC tag is useless too. Then. Like, what are you going to do with it? Well, like, if, you, if you're at a restaurant and they have a, a menu, you don't have to scan anything. You just put your phone there and it pops up. Mm-hmm. It can give you the whole menu. But you just said you still have to confirm it. So it's the same thing as... Well, it, it shows a thing. You don't have to have an internet connection, is my point. Mm. It might be able to just give you the menu. Okay. Okay, so instead of, like, going to the camera, opening it up, and then scanning the QR code... You just have your phone that's off, you put it on the thing, and it says, it wakes up and says, hey, do you want to open this? Got it, okay. So it's a nicer experience. better, okay, okay. Um, Apple uses this, for instance, to pair, um, like, AirPods to your phone. Like, it says, hey, bring the AirPods close to your phone, or bring your phone close to a HomePod. And that will use a low NFC chip in the... and the AirPods, um, and it will wake up the phone and say, "Hey, I'm an I'm an AirPod." Show that little thing, and it. then the phone will be like, "Got it. Here's that little thing. Do you want to pair this?" Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So, lots of use cases for it. It's just you have to think of them. So it's being used quite often. It's mm-hmm. just we didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I think even. Uh, Coca-Cola and Uniqlo use a variant of this. So Uniqlo uh, did it so that way they don't need to scan anything. You just have like a pile of shirts and it will just like know how many shirts and what those were. Yeah, which is so weird. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know if every Uniqlo does it, but I know we have a Uniqlo, which is a Japanese uh, clothing store Mm -hmm. and in America recently. And they have this thing where they have this giant pad that is on the counter. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you buy the shirt, instead of like using a scanner to individually scan each price tag, they kind of just lump all the shirts together, put the shirt on the on that pad that is on the counter. Mm-hmm. And then it just reads all the tags together. Yeah. Like, I guess... I didn't know. I was like, "How are they doing that?" I remember yeah, so, seeing it before. So if you look at the if you look at the the paper tag that's on every shirt, and you hold it up to the light, you'll see a ring uh-huh. of like wiring, and then a little tiny chip yeah. that is communicating that information back. So I wonder if that's if it's necessary. I mean, like, just have 
just beep every shirt through. Like, <laughs> that doesn't take much effort, though, mm -hmm. for them to go. Because you still need a cashier there. You're still doing trans transaction. Like, is it necessary to then, like, invest all that money into these NFC-specific price tag for mm -hmm. each item? Yeah, so that's, that's not... a bit excessive. That right? might not specifically be NFC, um, okay. like, but it's, like, a parallel technology. It all works the same. Yeah, yeah. Same with the anti-theft, like, beep beeper things that they put on, like, clothing or yeah. steaks. Uh, and then you try to leave the store and go, beam, 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 I don't beam, know beam, why beam. you would put a, a, a security thing on a piece of steak. It's a $20 like, piece of steak. I know, but it's like there's more expensive stuff at yeah, the grocery like store. Yeah, baby formula. Yeah. Gotta get the, gotta prevent the baby what? formula from being stolen. Uh, but in any, any case, um, yeah, books will have them in the spines. Um, and those little anti-theft devices, they work the exact same way. The, the things at the doors, they emit an electromagnetic wave. Uh, and then those little devices will activate in the presence of that wave. And then once they activate, it tells the other thing to set off a siren. So then how do you deactivate, deactivate it? it? Well, you, you put it against a large magnetic pad and that zeroes out the little device. Oh, okay. okay. Does that make sense? That's why they always rub it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the register will have one built in. So it's like when you pass things over the register, it just automatically deactivates them and mm. creates more trash. Um, because that's what it ends up being. Uh, same with these little tags of the, the shirts, for instance. Like, yeah, someone made some silicone to just put in there to be trashed. Yeah. Um, same for the cups at theme parks. They, where they try to get you to not, like, refill more than once. Um, at Universal Studios, we saw that. Uh, the cups will have a little tag and you can only get one fill. And then you have to pay for another cup because... It's so stupid. Uh, it's like... Late stage it's capitalism. It's nothing... Right? Like, even if someone's going to steal extra soda, it's but they literally need to, worth nothing. They need to become billionaires. Don't you feel their need to become no, no, billionaires? No. But listen, like, it's literally worth nothing to steal more soda. But the fact that they have to go to the extent of, like, having every cup have this technology to prevent people from stealing nothing. I mean, you already... Which, like, blows my mind. But you could buy a second $8 cup of soda. <sighs> like... Don't but you feel bad for them? They, they'll them never to... become billionaires in their life if they don't do this. <laughs> don't you feel bad? Oh, oh my gosh. It, it's ridiculous, capitalism. Yeah. I guess that's why we're never going to be rich, because we don't think that way. Yeah, don't you want to be a billionaire? I don't, because we just need to, I'm not We just need to charge enough. our listeners $20 per minute to listen to us, <laughs> and then we'll, too, become billionaires. Uh, that's the secret. Yeah, I have morals. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, that's how NFC tags work. Cool. Uh, I think it's pretty cool technology that it works at all. Um, maybe maybe when a CME hits the earth, all the NFC tags will light up and they'll be like, I'm here. <laughs> Nothing will listen. <laughs> and that will be that. Anyways, thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.